Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Talksport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Monday and welcome to the first Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast of the week. And what a week it's going to be. Oh yeah, how do you know that? I just know. Because we begin today with Manchester United against Liverpool. Hold on a minute. That's last week's podcast, isn't it? Uh, Maybe. Anyway, this is the FA Cup. And of course, the biggest club in the world, the Galaxy, mighty Liverpool. Oh, they're fourth in the Premier League, getting knocked out of the competition. Here's how it sounded on TalkSport. Of course, completely unbiased. And the full-time whistle is blown by Craig Pawson. And a thrilling cup tie is won by Manchester United. It's been a little bit of a theme for our season that we have to react to a setback. And I've got to say, they did again. So never easy when you know that the the counter-attacking threat they've got against you. But I felt the boys were positive, still believing that we, if we work hard, do the right things, we'll uh, get chances. Fernandes surely the favourite, and he hits it right-footed. Oh, that is a majestic free kick. He's had the biggest impact on a Manchester United team since Eric Cantona. I wouldn't swap him for Kevin De Bruyne, who is obviously a fantastic player, but I stand by that as well. And I think we can dispel the myth now that Bruno Fernandes doesn't influence big games because he's come off the bench he's come up with that magic moment that wasn't an easy free kick he stayed out practicing a lot yesterday after training when he uh, got told he wasn't starting anyway so uh, he was allowed to uh, practice a little bit extra and Liverpool out of the top three in the Premier League are out of the FA Cup as well we are busy with working on solutions let me say it like this and we are not happy with the results we had recently but I saw a team I saw my team tonight um, ready for that fight they really wanted it we have to take the, the, the positives and work with the negatives as well and, um, and keep going the the way they play, the pace that Liverpool play at, and they have done the last two years, I think it's it's catching up with them. They look tired. Greenwood playing in Marcus Rashford! 2-1 to Manchester United! Trent Alexander-Arnold only ever sees one thing. He sees the ground in front of him, and he's obviously taught and he's been told that's where, the way they want to play. They want to get him flying forward, but it does leave them slightly vulnerable without their key men behind them. The biggest loss is Van Dijk, and it's not just because of his defending. He played more 40, 50 yards balls over the top of fullbacks and in between def- central defenders and fullbacks to get the front free away. They've lost that. They want to become a great team. They have to invest, as, as Crookie said, Alex Ferguson used to say, it, like, invest when you're strong. I don't understand. I'd love to hear off Liverpool fans what they, their reaction because I don't understand why they won't back him. It's a structural failure at Liverpool and it's a centre-back. And it's not about how many goals we haven't conceded since Van Dijk and Gomez has been out. It's the impact it's had on our style of play. 
Was it a good move for Arsenal manager Mikel Arteta to rest players in the FA Cup when they played Southampton on game day? No, of course it wasn't. It was stupid. And here's your proof. Starting with Ray Parler. It really baffles me. Teams who can't win the title and are not going to be relegated, why do they rest players in the FA Cup? I just don't get it. I mean, I know the prize money is very good in the Premier League and financially it's better for your club to finish, you know, high as you can. But this is the FA Cup. This is the best competition around the world. It's Kyle Walker-Peters who's taking the credit as Southampton strike first in the FA Cup fourth round. Well, obviously we are really disappointed uh... Disappointing the way we lost it, the way we considered the goal is, is completely on us. But um, yeah, it's a competition that we wanted to fight for and we're not going to be able to do this no more. If it goes and they win the game, then everyone's applauding Arteta for making these changes. When it doesn't go your way and you lose, then you have to face the scrutiny that he's going to get because it does lack a bit of respect for the competition, especially when you hold us as well. This time, Aubameyang lifts the cup for Arsenal. Record-breaking Arsenal. What a terrible defence of the title, seriously. They did so well against Manchester City last season in the semi-finals, went to the final, beat Chelsea, and then defending it like that, that is pathetic. Well, I think when you look at Hassan Hootl, he's, he's a coach in every aspect. He improves players. Some of these players were here when he, when he arrived were a shadow of what they are now. They all know what their jobs are. I think individually and collectively, they're such a well-organised team. We always said when we are once a little bit uh, a safer position in the table in the Premier League, then we can also concentrate on this competition and uh, this season we are ninth in the table so why shouldn't we pick the best team that is possible to, to go as far as possible and I think uh, we showed today how serious we take this competition Same with Arsenal, well, I've got one here for you Did you, um, did you about uh, the time Ray Parler went to the pub in a pre-season with his teammates? Did you? No, neither did I I can tell you a story about when we uh, went on tour with Arsene Wenger, 1998. So it was a big season, his first real season, we end up winning the double. And we go in pre-season, no drinking, 14 days. Imagine the British guys, we're like gagging. We're like, oh. And the last day we had a meeting and Arsene Wenger said, lads, you've been superb, you can do whatever you like tonight. So we've already seen the pub we're going to, all the British guys, Dave Seaman, Steve Bold at the time. Tony Adams would give up drinking, so he wasn't coming out. There's about five of us, seen this pub, we're gonna, we can't wait, half an hour, be ready in the reception, off we go. Just before we're going to leave the hotel, Jules Gomondi comes up, one of the French guys. Yeah. Can I come out with you guys? We, we, I said, Jules, come out with us, you have a much better time. I know what the French guys will do. They go to the coffee shop, they sit there, they talk about football. I said, no, 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 Jules, we're going down to the pub and we're going to have a good time. Yeah, no, brilliant. So he comes along with us. And Steve Bowles was the biggest drinker by a mile. He was always at the front of the queue, boff. He's at the bar. He looks around. He goes, uh, oh, hello, Jules. Uh, what, what do you want to drink? He went, can I have a small glass of wine? So Steve Bowl looks at the barman and goes, can I have 35 pints and one small <laughs> glass of white wine? And we had seven each. The first two didn't, didn't touch, touch the sides. Yeah. Like, and Jules Monday's like this. I can't oh. believe it. How can you drink so much? And run around. Anyway, we walk out of this bar. We've had about seven pints. Really quick seven pints. We go into another bar quick, now. Quick seven. And we walk past and all the French lads were having a coffee, smoking. And yeah. I look around and said, how are we going to win the league this year? We're all drunk. We're all having a drink. And they're all smoking. And we end up winning the double. She shows you. <laughs> Back now to the FA Cup. This is the section we're calling. We hope there'd be an upset, but sadly there wasn't. We'll hear from the Cheltenham boss, Michael Duff, after they put up a brave effort against Manchester City. But we start with old Frankie Lampard's Chelsea, just about beating Luton. And if your name's Timo Werner, you might want to fast-forward this part of the podcast. If, of course, you can fast-forward podcasts. 
there are some periods in your career in your life where it just doesn't quite go for you and maybe the penalty is like the pinnacle of that for him but everything else he gave in the game he was he was despondent at the end trying to get him to keep his head up for those last few minutes Werner saved by Simon Sluger it was a brilliant stop from the Luton goalkeeper diving high to his left hand side Werner's head in his hands he showed a lot of intention a lot of running behind getting in areas giving the team a threat teams will be scared of Timo Werner when they're playing when he wants to get on shoulder and run behind into space because we've seen him do it that's what's made him the player that we, that we brought to the club so um, no, my job is to lift his head up and his teammates to support him more pace into the penalty area left foot shot from him is blocked and it's Madison who turns the rebound in and Leicester City are on their way through to round five decent draw for them in the next round you went back against Leicester having a really good cut run and going all the way we're hungry to, to go as far as we can you know, I think we, we showed that today um, we, we made eight changes, but it was, it was still a high-level performance. So, uh, so yeah, we can get ready. Got a home game now in the next round against Brighton. Pleased to get through today because I think everyone would have seen it as a really tough game, and uh, to come through it and play that well was was pleasing. Cheltenham Town beaten Manchester City through to take on Swansea. They've won away at Wadham Road by three goals to one. I thought the lads were magnificent. You've obviously got to pick and choose your moments when you try and attack because you know the last two minutes is. If you could try and go toe-to-toe with them, that's what they do. But I asked the players before the game, I said, can you walk off the pitch, shoulders back and be proud, Don't and, and affect the game in a positive way, make a mark on the game. They know they've been in a game today, so everything that I've asked from the players, they've delivered. And in the one Premier League fixture this weekend, Aston Villa beat Steve Bruce's Newcastle. We'll hear from Gabby Agbon Lahore, but we start with Tony Cascarino on Steve Bruce. The ownership of the football club is in freefall. There is no direction from upstairs. You know, from the players that they've brought in to, you know, what's happening on a day-to-day basis, the uncertainty of a football club. I'm thinking, Steve, what do you gain? What? How can you ever win this? Win them over? It's. I just don't see... I don't see a direction or a path for him to change this football club. It's finished Aston Villa 2, Newcastle United 0. Villa move up to 8, but the misery continues for Steve Bruce. 10 without a win. I think I've been in a position to play what I consider my strongest team because of illness and injuries or what have you, but the statistic is there, you know. We've gone eight games in the Premier League without a, a win. Still all to play for, only halfway there, and we've got to see this part of the season through and stick together and we'll be okay. I think they need a bit of help now Newcastle but you can go on about coaching and tactics all you like. If the players aren't going to give 100% and fight for a club and fight for a manager then it doesn't matter what coach you bring in. Now Tyson Fury's US co-promoter Bob Arum has told TalkSport that the exchanging of contracts for the potential Anthony Joshua fight will begin this week. Although I know what you're thinking it feels like it's been going on for 10 years. Just sign the paper already. Anyway Aram has been in negotiations with AJ's promoter, Eddie Hearn, trying to finalise the undisputed heavyweight title fight. This is Aram on Fight Night, speaking exclusively to TalkSport. Eddie will have the first draft of the contract to us on Tuesday, and then I will circulate it to... uh, Queensbury to Frank to uh, Tyson. We'll then get back to Eddie with our comments. I really believe that this is pretty much of a no-brainer because everybody are professionals and want this to happen. So I think shortly we'll be able to tie this up. Crazy Nine turns down and looks at the 
the crowd and salutes his people that's traveled so far. The appropriate place would have been the United Kingdom, but with the restrictions, we're looking for someplace else around the world, be it the Mideast or in Asia. Now Spurs travel to Adams Park tonight, a game you can hear live on TalkSport. They take on the championship strugglers, Wickham Wanderers, in the FA Cup fourth round. Spurs boss Jose Mourinho has told the Moose that his players will have to up their game from their third round win over Marine, as Wickham are a much bigger threat. Yeah, just make a note of that. Wickham are a much bigger threat than Marine. They are fully professionals like we are. They are talented people. They have ambitions. They want to to compete. We need more than we gave against uh, Marine with all the professionalism. The boys behaved there, but we need we need more because the game is is going to be more difficult. In terms of finding the next match, could be a good opportunity again for Carlos Vinicius, who's got a hat trick in the last round of the FA Cup. You are also being linked with with another striker in Danny Ings. I mean. Are you still looking to add to your your forward attacking options at, at Spurs? Uh, look, let's go bit by bit. Two strikers. We are not a team that needs a third striker because the third striker is Sonny. So we don't need more than than two. Of course, we have the best. We are happy with Carlos. And Jose Mourinho and Carlos Vinicius and Tottenham Hotspur have definitely sunk the yellow club marine. Carlos is not our player. Is a Benfica player, but he's a player that we are helping to to develop and he's helping the team when um, he's asked for. So we are happy with the situation. Ings, of course, I refuse totally to say any word about him because he's a, a Southampton player and I respect that. Time now to check in with Danny Kelly and the gang on Andy Goldstein's Transgroup Express, talking all things... Uh... Who doesn't say? I'm guessing European football. If they did get rid of Mbappe, I think they would um, at least use the wages from that to try to buy the superstar, whether it's Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi, um, because that's kind of in the Paris DNA, isn't it? For what they're Neymar and Cristiano Ronaldo in the same team, Mark. (laughs) Well, um, yeah, I mean, training would be free kicks would be interesting and and pens. (laughs) Yeah. What about one of the Liverpool forwards who uh, are slightly not not the wrong word to say they're detached, but both Salah and Sane, uh, sorry, Mane are um, you know people talking about their future could be one of those, Andy. I think that's something that's quite difficult to do. I think the reason that Paris Saint Germain are being put up as the most Salah bogeyman is. It's because uh, Sam Wallace wrote something, um, I, I think, very good about it for the for the Telegraph in the week, where he said you can no longer use Barcelona as Real, or, or, and Real Madrid as that because a they don't have the money to go and do a straight deal with Mohamed Salah in terms of transfer fee and wages mm-hmm. and all the rest of it, and also because of where they are at the moment rebuilding both in different stages. They're not really the sporting pool that they once were. Do you leave Liverpool and feel that Real Madrid and, and Barcelona are an upgrade? I don't think you do. Now, do you want to hear me beat Max Rushton on the completely pointless Ian Colberhouse game on the warm-up on Sunday afternoon on TalkSport? Fine, OK, I will. Dimitri Karin. Roger Joseph. Andy Myers. Mark Falco. John Spencer. Kingsley Black. Scott Oakes. Carl Shutt Des Linton Carlton Fairweather Peggy Arfaxad Carlton from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air 
Dale Gordon. Edson Arantes, Don Asimento, Ian Colvouse. There you go, I've done it. Oh, well done. Didn't see that coming. Absolute waste of time. Now, before I go, let me tell you about some live comms you can hear on TalkSport tonight. As I've already mentioned, Wickham take on Spurs for a place in the fifth round of the FA Cup. And, of course, straight after that, I'll take your calls with the fun boy from 10pm on another night of Sports Bar. Uh, that's it for another podcasty thing. There will be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Have a great day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.